Photo by Reykjavik on Pexels.com. Seemingly uncontrollable and unpredictable anger is a problem for some people with mental health condition. As a therapist, I diagnose people with intermittent explosive disorder which is a DSM-5 diagnosable condition. Intermittent explosive disorder, IED, is an impulse control disorder characterized by sudden episodes of unwarranted anger. The disorder is typified by hostility, impulsivity, and recurrent aggressive outbursts. Greater than people with I'd essentially explode into a rage despite a lack of apparent provocation or reason. In my work, I have provided treatment for people carrying such a diagnosis and offered psychoeducation for the person diagnosed person and for their families. In most of the cases I have encountered, adolescents and young adults seem to have the most difficult controlling their symptoms in the wake of a new or mismanaged diagnosis. This prevalence of this disorder among teens and young adults is often rooted in access issues to treatment, developmental, environmental, parental, and cultural considerations which sometimes, due to stigma, families and other collaterals minimize the reality of this condition or don't consign to the benefits of seeking mental health treatment. When I completed home visits for the most severe cases in NYC and the outlying boroughs, it became hard to ignore the very real cultural and ethnic considerations blocking many teens under my care from treatment. This blockage in access to mental health treatment manifested in different ways. Sometimes families wouldn't open the door for me, or would tell their son or daughter not to trust me, because of fear of I would report their parents to the government for either maltreatment, or neglect. In many cases, as mandated reporters, therapists do open the door to such government investigations, and trigger home removal of children who have mental health disorders, and who are also mistreated, neglected, or abused. In these situations, especially in cases with real abuse and maltreatment, patients are particularly vulnerable to impulse control problems and have underdeveloped mental filters, or present reactive and disobedient, when in fact, it is a direct response to abuse. Often, these are the teens and young adults that truly need the help and treatment of an inch home therapist, which according to the research, is the most impactful treatment milieu in targeting the root of this disorder, and most, if not all the underlying contributing external factors which exacerbate symptoms for people carrying this diagnosis. Greater than think about it, outpatient therapy in the office can only do so much in capturing the environmental problems in person's home, the family dynamics, and other external contributing factors which trigger teenage anger and misbehavior. Mobile therapists can observe their patients in the classroom too, and provide the sort of collateral treatment necessary to reshape and repattern the interpersonal landscape of people suffering from this condition. Thus, the expression of a patient's personality, which can, in turn, contribute to a person's volatility or liability can be monitored and vivid, live in a patient's own environment, when they explode on their friends, family and neighbors during the course of session. After working with so many angry people, I find that it is the most soft-spoken, seemingly calm, and level-headed individuals, are diagnosed with IDE or are outrageously quick to anger. Why is this? I have a few suspicions. People already high-strung, Type A, or just plain loud are usually not the primary culprits for creating large displays and scenes in stores and public venues. These are the people you are already expecting to have a voice and use it whenever they are in a situation in which they feel silenced or mistreated. Conversely, it is the soft-spoken and extremely calm people that even have the potential for such polarities in their demeanor. These are the people that go from 0 to 100 in less than a minute, sometimes less than a few seconds. Greater than very few people struggling with psychosis have the energy or the concerted mental coordination to carry out acts of extreme violence. As a person who experienced a psychotic episode, I spent most of the time disordered living in fear, extreme paranoia and disorganization. Globally, 
all people, with or without a diagnosis, in the wake of external negative consequences to the extreme or untoward behavior, will go on exploding on friends, neighbors and family for just about anything. If you are interested in living in a slightly more predictable world with less volatility and exposure to anger, I suggest we all start pushing back when we see people living their lives without consequences or negative reinforcement.